and welcome to Tarot Bites. I'm Teresa Reed, the Tarot Lady. I'm the author of Tarot, No Questions Asked, Master in the Art of Intuitive Reading. I'm also your host for this podcast series. This is episode 215 of Tarot Bites, the podcast where I dish out short, entertaining, bite-sized lessons on how to read tarot. And for today's episode, our topic is clarifying cards. And I'm speaking with Victoria Constantino. Hi, Victoria. Hi, how are you today? I'm well. How are you? Oh, very, very good. I think clarifying cards are such an interesting concept. Some people love them. Some people don't like them. Some people say you should never use them. Some people say you always need to use them. So for the sake of my listeners, can you explain what a clarifying card is? Yes. So uh, to me, a clarifying card is um, any card that you draw to gain perspective or further information on another card in reading. So it's essentially it's that. Um, but, you know, I, I do hear people say, um, you know, just take what's given to you. It's, it's disrespectful to, you know, draw more cards. And I just wholeheartedly disagree with that to each their own, of course. But for me, um, I think that, you know, tarot is a tool to help us. And so we can always draw more cards. And um, so when you're working with them, one of the things you might do is say you have a three card spread and you're using that format, um, past, present, future, perhaps. And, um, you know, you draw a card for the past that doesn't really make sense to you and you don't understand. You can say, okay, I'd like more information on this, please. Um, and draw another card and see what comes forth. And a lot of times that will uh, shed some light and um, help you to gain perspective on uh, what that card is kind of oriented towards. Um, So I think they can just be absolutely so helpful to us in our practice. Do you ever pull them as like additional like guidance or additional advice? All the time, um, all the time. So, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, and and this does happen to me that, you know, I, I don't really quite understand what a card is trying to say, but I can feel it, you know, there's some other meaning that I, I'm missing somehow. And so I do this for guidance um, all the time, almost daily. Um, you know, for example, um, one I get all the time is the high priestess, which can mean so many things. And, you know, if you're asking about something like a relationship or something, um, what on earth does that mean? And so I feel like, you know, it's almost necessary for me at least to to draw those additional cards to shed some light and, and maybe look at different aspects, maybe angles I hadn't considered before. One of the techniques that I love doing for clarifying cards is very similar to what you said about, you know, if you have something in the past that doesn't make sense, you know, pull another card. Sometimes I'll be doing a reading for somebody and there's one card that just bugs them. Like maybe they're like that five of swords, it's bothering me. I really don't understand what that means. I don't like that card. And one of the things I do then is I pull that card out of the spread. I put all the other cards back in the deck and we, we have that as kind of like a significator. What do we need to know about this card? And then I'll pull three cards as clarifying cards to try to ferret out more information on what that card means to the querent. Do you ever do anything like that too? Um, yes, quite often, really. And and I do, um, I tend to do spreads um, in the morning and, you know, before I start my day and in the evening, um, just to gain a little bit of reflection. And I think that, you know, clarifying cards can help us gain reflection. And, um, and you know, just, I guess, to be really used as a reflection tool, um, you know, especially if you do things like journaling or writing about your spreads, which I highly recommend <laughs> because it's a great, a great way to develop and strengthen your practice. I think, you know, um, you gain insight as you write the physical act of writing, or even if you're 
you're typing, you know, um, some people do prefer to type, you can keep a, you know, an e-journal, um, you know, that, that helps us to gain understanding perspective. So, you know, say you draw the five of swords and you say, okay, well, I'm not quite sure what this means. This card gives me an uneasy feeling um, and it just doesn't make sense. So I'm going to draw three more cards about this. I'm going to write about it um, and it's going to become clearer to me gradually as I'm writing. So through the process of writing, it's it's a way of kind of slowing down and connecting with your intuition. And uh, I think it just, it can be so very, very helpful to us in our practice. Well, I, I love, I'm a personal big time journaler. I love journaling. I think journaling is great for our minds, but it is really important for our tarot practice. When you're learning, when you're learning tarot, for example, there's nothing, there's no tool that's more important, I think, other than your tarot deck, of course, than your tarot journal. You know, I still have some old journals. I'll look back and I'm like, oh my goodness, that made so much sense. And using clarifying cards as a way to kind of empty your mind. It's very similar to morning pages, like Julia Cameron tells people to do. So I love that idea. Very yeah. smart. <laughs> I love the artist's way, by the way. Yeah, that was uh, such an inspiration for me. And, and morning pages are wonderful. And, you know, when you do something like that and incorporate it into your tarot practice, um, I, I would say, you know, just write and let what wants to come forth, come forth and um, let it flow. And, and I would say, you know, um, my recommendation would be not to get too hung up on finding that meaning because it's not always going to become immediately apparent. Um, sometimes you'll write what you want to write. Don't worry if it doesn't make sense. And then you come back to it later, as you mentioned, and you have a little bit of perspective because maybe a day has gone by or even years. Um, and you can say, wow, you know, I understand now because I, I remember what happened, you know, following that and these cards completely relate to that. And that can help you to develop a, a much deeper understanding of what the cards are trying to tell you. So you can absolutely apply that to um, what's going on in the present. So, you know, looking at um, the past, you know, uh, spread that you drew and, and what happened, the sequence of events after that, and then, um, you know, coming back to the present and sort of, you know, focusing on those cards and saying, okay, um, this is kind of how the cards communicate. And I can understand that now a little bit better because I did write about it, um, you know, and uh, I have this insight from before and going back and, and looking at what you wrote about it um, can also shed light on your own thought process. I think it's just incredibly helpful uh, to write and, you know, a lot of times we'll write something and it might not really connect immediately to the cards. It may not even make sense to us, but it's so important just to let it flow and, um, you know, then kind of step back from it for a little while and say, okay, I'm, I'm not even going to think about that. <laughs> um, I know that the meaning is, is going to become clear to me eventually, and maybe it'll just hit you out of the clear blue. Um, that happens to me a lot. Um, I, I just find it so helpful to, to kind of um, you know, write and incorporate that into um, into my practice on a regular basis, because the more I'm writing about uh, the cards that I'm drawing, and the more I'm drawing those clarifying cards and kind of analyzing them um, in relation to the original card that I drew, um, that's helpful to me so much as a tarot reader. And I feel like um, our journey is never over. We're always learning. You know, in 20 years from now, I'm still going to be learning about the cards. Um, it's a never-ending experience, and, and it really is a, a journey, truly, because, um, you know, we grow and change. And as we grow and change, our relationship uh, to the cards also changes and develops. Absolutely. I've been, I've been reading tarot for over 40 years, and I still take classes. I still, I love to read books. I love to get other people's perspectives. I like to try new things because it really does add a lot to your practice and your practice grows with you and you grow with your practice. And the more you learn, I think the better and deeper your relationship becomes with your tarot. Absolutely. 
So here's something I really am dying to ask you. Is there ever a time where it's best not to pick a clarifying card? Yes, um, I would say not to draw cards at all. If you're emotionally unstable in any way, if you're crying, if you're upset, if you're mad, um, any emotions that are out of the ordinary for you and you anything that you wouldn't consider to be a, a stable, harmonious, balanced place, a state of mind, I would say probably avoid uh, drawing cards because everything is energy. And if that's our state of mind and we're projecting those vibrations, that energy, the cards are going to reflect simply how we're feeling in the moment. Um, so that's why it's better to be in a balanced state of mind um, so that you can draw cards that actually reflect circumstances and situations and things that are developing and sort of where those energies are headed rather than your present state of mind. <laughs> so. Yes. Well, I know when I am in a really dark mood, it doesn't matter if I pull the sun as a clarifying card, you know, I'm going to find something crummy in that card. I'm not going to find any clarity because I'm in that state of mind. So that is actually incredibly good advice. You also mentioned about pulling three cards. I mean, how many cards you generally pull for clarifying? Is there a limit to how many you should pull? That's the other thing I'm curious. For me personally, and this is going to vary from person to person because I think it's important um, here to feel into your intuition and, and what your guidance is saying to you. Um, for me, I, I usually draw as many as I feel are needed in order for me to gain understanding um, and clarity. And I'll sit with it for a little while and um, just kind of think about it and, um, you know, what direction are the uh, the figures, if any, on the cards facing, are they facing each other? Um, for example, you know, if you draw, um, you know, the, the a queen, one of the queens and the knight of swords is facing towards her, you know, what does that mean to you? Um, is is there an energy that it, that is headed um, towards that to disrupt her peaceful state of mind? Um, you know, and just, just sitting with it, I think, can be uh, really helpful and sort of engaging it and saying, okay, you know, do I, do I feel like I have a complete picture of what these cards are trying to say, or do I still need more information? If I need more information is sometimes that is the case. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to draw more because I want to know, um, I want to understand all aspects of this. Um, you know, other aspects might be, um, what does this card mean? What does this mean mm -hmm. to me? Um, what, uh, what do I need to know about this? Um, what is my guidance? Um, you know, what, uh, what are my, what is my best course of action to take and things like that. And so you can get really specific with your clarifying questions. Um, but keeping in mind too, that sometimes the universe is going to deliver, um, uh, a response to the car, the question that you haven't asked. So, you know, we can ask any question, but sometimes we get, um, a spread of cards and we realize that it's telling us about something else that we needed to know instead. <laughs> um, sometimes the answer is feel into your own intuition about that. You know, um, we can ask a question if the cards don't answer it. And that happens to me uh, fairly frequently, I think. Um, I think we can always say, okay, well, I know, I understand what this is trying to say. So maybe the message is focus on this instead. Don't worry about that. That'll sort itself out. Or it could be, um, you know, uh, use your own guidance, um, mm -hmm. figure, this is one that you're going to need to probably figure out on your own. We have free will and, um, you know, the universe respects that always. And so, um, if you're saying, you know, what should I do? The answer is probably going to be look within, <laughs> um, what you should do is completely up to you. So I would say, um, you know, not to rely on the cards to tell you what to do at every step of the way, because then you're not using your free will. You're giving your power over to something other than yourself. And that's never a good idea. That's brilliant advice. So here's another question I'm very curious about. 
So what happens if you pull a clarifying card and it doesn't clarify anything? <laughs> Draw more. <laughs> <laughs> keep drawing cards. Um, I would say, you know, and if you keep drawing cards and you're really just not connecting with any sort of message, I would say, okay, just step back, <laughs> go take a walk, you know, get some tea, something, uh, and then come back to it and sort of analyze it again and say, okay, um, do I have perspective on this? Do I have clarity? Um, if the answer is still no, you can always write about it. I would say just, you know, make a note in your journal. Um, here are the, here's a question that I ask, uh, asked, and here are the cards that I received. Here are the clarifying cards. Um, I'm going to come back to that later. I'm going to close the book and I might come back to it tomorrow. I might come back to it in a week or so. Um, but, you know, maybe there is just something that you're not ready to receive yet. And maybe there's some kind of piece of information that um, it just isn't occurring to you. Um, sometimes, you know, events have to kind of progress and, you know, things have to transpire before we can really gain a more complete understanding of what the cards are trying to tell us. So that could be the case. So. I think that is also incredibly good advice. I especially love the part about walk away, take a walk, you know, leave it alone for a while. I think sometimes also there are things that maybe we're not meant to know at that time. And when we give it time, the universe, the tarot, our instincts, whatever, will show us the way. And we have to trust that. We can't just keep on throwing those cards, throwing them, throwing them, throwing them, hoping to get the answer because sometimes the answer just the cards don't want you to know. Yeah. I really believe that. Such a good point. I think, you know, there are, are things that are hidden and they're hidden for a reason. It may not make sense to us and we may not understand why, um, because it's just, we want to know this answer so bad. You know, why, why won't they tell me, um, why can't I know, you know, but it's just, it can be really frustrating, honestly. Um, but, um, I would say, you know, it, that's the point where you just need to go within and just step back from it and say, you know, okay, what am I not seeing? Um, mm -hmm. or walk away from it, just purely walk away from it and say, okay, I'm not giving up on seeking this answer, but I trust that I've asked the answer and the universe will deliver it in due course. You know, it, it'll come to me when it's time. <laughs> yes. When you're ready for the message. So do you have any other advice around clarifying cards that you think people really need to hear? Yeah, I would say don't be afraid to draw clarifying cards. Um, I would say don't don't let yourself be or feel limited or held back by um, the advice of those who would say, no, it's not appropriate or okay to draw clarifying cards. You know, what you get is what you get. Don't draw them again after that. Uh, you've got your answer. And I've read that um, in a few places and I thought, well, <laughs> you know, the practice is different for all of us. You know, if if you feel you need more clarity, absolutely draw more cards. You know, it, again, it's it's a tool um, for us to use. And as, as a tool, you know, it's there for us to say, okay, um, I want to work with it in whatever way is going to resonate with me, whatever way is going to serve me and help me on my journey. Um, you know, we're all on a journey and tarot is one of those tools like crystals or herbs or anything else that can, in books, by the way, <laughs> that can help us, um, you know, to gain clarity, gain better understanding, gain a deeper understanding of ourselves and the world we're living in. So true. So um, you wrote a book. It's called Tarot by the Moon, Spreads and Spells for Every Month of the Year. I want to take a moment also to talk about that. The book is amazing. Uh, it's beautiful. It's deep. It's one of those books that you're going to refer back to time and time and time again. So I would love to know your inspiration behind this book. 
Yes, great question. And thank you so much. Um, for this book, I, I knew before I ever had the idea for it that um, more well, that more books were coming my way. And I've written other books, but they were not in this field at all, um, not even remotely related. So I knew that another book was headed my way and I knew it was on a spiritual subject. And I was really, really uh, working on developing my, my craft, my spirituality, um, my intuition and all of that and my um, psychic abilities. And and I thought, gosh, I know that there's a book for me or several, and I don't know what it is. And that bothered me. And, you know, through my being bothered about it, I created, you know, a wall of resistance that didn't let in the idea. Um, I finally got myself into, you know, a meditative state um, sufficiently to receive the idea. And that's where it came from. And it came as the title. So I got the title first and I thought, man, that's a great idea, but how would that look in practice? So that was my work, you know, then to kind of put it together. Um, you know, how does tarot relate to the moon? What do they have to do with each other? Um, and so, you know, that, that was where um, it came from. And I, I just wrote the outline after that and um, then proceeded to, to write the chapter. So um, it just flowed from that initial idea of, um, and it was very inspiring, by the way, when it hit me, it was like, it felt like the best idea I'd ever had, you know, it was like a bolt of lightning just, you know, uh, arriving. And so it was super exciting. And so I knew that was something that I needed to move forward with and trust. And I was in the middle of, of um, a very long distance move at the time. And I thought, you know, it, it would have been really easy to set that aside and, and not pursue it. And this book never would have existed. And, um, you know, I, <laughs> as I was actually moving, I was behind um, a vehicle for several hundred miles and the license plate said, right um you know wow <laughs> that was a pretty clear message um yeah so I, I said okay I, I get it I will I will absolutely do this and and all of that so yeah and it came together really quickly but it was is super fun and exciting to write I just really enjoyed it and I can't write uh can't wait to write some more well it really is a great book it's so well done it's very different and again it's one of those books that people are going to use time and time again they're going to refer back to it all the time and I think what's really awesome is you're helping people to remember to live an intentional life, which I think that's what tarot is all about. It is about being conscious about the decisions you're making, how you're living, where you're going. And this adds an extra layer to that. So I love it. Thank you for writing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much for appreciating it and, and reading it. So good. So where, of course, where can people get the book? Where can they buy it? And also where can they learn more about you, Victoria? Absolutely. So um, this book is available, of course, at the publisher's website, which is Llewellyn.com. And that's L-L-E-W-E-L-L-Y-N.com. Uh, -L -L and um, also um, on every major retailer's website, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, that sort of thing. Um, Amazon, of course. And um, people can find me on my website at VictoriaConstantino.com. I do a monthly uh, tarot reading for the entire month. So I'm pulling a, a card for every week in the month ahead. Do this at the beginning of, of every month. And and I'm also on Facebook as Victoria Constantino author on Instagram as tarot by the moon. That's all, all separated by underscores and victoria.constantino.author also on Instagram. Excellent. Well, again, thank you so much for writing the book and also for joining me today to share your wisdom on clarifying cards. I know this is a topic my audience is very interested in. So I appreciate you making the time to talk about this today. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, people. Well, that wraps up this episode of Tarot Bites. And remember, you can check out lots more tarot goodness on my website, thetarolady.com. I've got free tarot and astrology lessons, lots of books, blog posts, 
astrological forecasts, and plenty of other good things for you to enjoy. I want to thank you again for listening. I hope you have a beautiful day. And by the way, if you enjoy the podcast, do me a favor. Get on over to iTunes and leave a kind review. That will help more tarot-curious people find their way to Tarot Bites. And as always, I like to close out by saying, pay close attention to your intuition throughout your day and let it guide you into making brave, excellent choices. Remember that you are always in the driver's seat of your life. You are in charge of your decisions, your plans, the action steps that you take or don't take. You're the boss. And if you don't like where your life is headed right now, you can change that. Nothing is ever fixed in stone. The tarot cards tell a story, but you write the ending.